Hello and welcome to this second episode of the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good chum, Paul Levy. Hello, everybody. Well, what a week it's been. What a response Amazing. we've had. Um, first episode went out on Monday evening, yep. which was recorded by Paul and myself, and we put it out there at about 10pm on Monday evening. Yep. We got the Twitter account going, and the response we've had has just been absolutely... Overwhelming. Phenomenal. It really has. I never thought it would take off as well as it has. It, no. We're really, 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 truly, truly grateful it's for a, everybody that's got in touch with us. Yeah, it's amazing. Us. You know, for all the emails we've had, for all the followers, all the retweets and all the favourites. Yeah, we just... Must be doing something right, so hopefully this, this won't be a disappointment <laughs> to anyone, because, you know... A lackluster follow <laughs> So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for getting in touch with us, everybody. It's, it's, it's truly been uh, such a, a fantastic response, as Steve said. So, uh, hopefully, uh, what we cover in this podcast will, will hopefully keep you entertained and wanting you to come back and listen to the third one that we'll produce Oh, definitely. And soon. Like, like I said, if we're... If you've um, retweeted us, thanks for that. And some to mention that you know we're really grateful for. We had all Orient fans from different countries as well. We had a few yeah. from Cyprus, yeah, um, Scotland, Scotland. <laughs> There's quite a few Orient fans in Scotland. Yeah, so there is. In, in Scotland, yeah, hello, absolutely. And obviously, well, I don't know if you've seen it, but we got retweeted by Dino, Mr. Dean, Dean Cox, Cox Mr. Three Year Contract, which is absolutely amazing. So absolutely. if you're listening to this, Dino, well done. Congrats on your uh, yeah. Well done, mate. Contract, and if you ever want to come well and give us uh, your outlook on Orient Outlook, your very good. See what you did. There. Cheers. Yeah, that's all right, wasn't it? Nice. Yeah, you're, you're more than welcome to. So, if you need to tweet us or you feel the urge to, we're available on Twitter at Orient Outlook, or the email. Or, yeah, the email is uh, Orient Outlook at outlook.com, which links in nicely to our our next topic. Every um, podcast will ask a question. Yes, uh, we'll end the podcast by asking the Orient question of the week. And Paul is now going to give the answer to uh, yeah. last week's question. And thanks for you who responded by Twitter. And thanks to those of you who responded by email. Absolutely. So we, had, we had quite a few responses actually by email and, and on Twitter. The, the question that I posed at the end of last week's uh, podcast was on the 28th of December 1997. The O's equaled their record winning margin for a league match when they beat Doncaster Rovers. But what I really want to know is what the score was for that game. Now, we had quite a few responses, as I say. Um, fortunately, no one got that wrong, so I'm happy to say so that no we have... So no egg faces, which is good. Absolutely. Um, by email, we had um, Ian Gray, um, and we also had Nathan Ryan. Guys, you got it right as well. And you um, had Warren, was it Warren? Yeah, Warren Coleman got in touch with us as well by email and said that... Um, he remembers that day very, very well for various different reasons. Of course, and ain't it all. as as did everybody else, really. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there was always what was nice was that people genuinely remembered that day as for for one reason or another. If you could or couldn't make it, if you were there or you weren't able to make it, so that that was really great. Uh, so, Vinny H as well on Twitter yeah, got in touch. Thank you, Vinny H. And, and yeah, thanks for getting in touch, mate. He um, he got the scoreline right, which was. 8-0. So Leighton Orient beat Doncaster 8-0. In that, 1997. That record still stands today. Well, yes. that joint record still stands today. today yeah, because I think the last time we came close was against, um, what's it, from Drawsden FC when we beat them 8-2 at home in the FA Cup oh, okay. replay on a Tuesday night. Yeah, Did you go to that one? Um, no. Uh, 
No. Yes, I did actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I do. Good, I remember. Good that you remember it then, just say that, you know, everyone remembers an 8 0. Well, you don't si- remember an 8 2. After six goals, you switch <laughs> off, don't you? Um, <laughs> no, we, we, I think we drew at their ground and brought them back for a Tuesday night. I mean, everyone was sat in the yeah, newsstand, yeah. uh, sorry, in the West Stand in the newsstand. So oh, okay. it's pouring down with rain that night. But yeah, no, 8 2. There is another question coming up, perhaps slightly harder. Maybe it's not. Maybe if, if this, uh, this question was. Uh, you know, I suppose you either know the answer or you don't yeah, really. But and Paul will be uh, asking that question at the end of this episode, so stay this. tuned for um, the next Orient question of the week. Absolutely. So, as mentioned on our last podcast, we've done a season review and we hope you liked that. And before we get cracking uh, with the playoffs, the same as against Peterborough and the final against Rotherham, we're just going to kind of go over Friday night because very kindly, our good friend Matt Roper at Pandemonium uh, was there at the game against Hartford. Yeah. And cheers, got, Matt. Cheers, Matt. And he's kindly given us uh, an exclusive on his player reviews. So we're just going to kind of give give you a heads up of what Matt Roper from yeah. Pandemonium for. Not everyone could make it on the Friday night. Unfortunately, neither of us could. We were no, otherwise we, engaged. Think... But, you know, I understand there was a pretty good following from the O's down there. And I think our new director of football was there as well. Yeah, I've seen some right pictures of, of, some of, the, of some of the fans, maybe followers of ours, let us know, um, meeting the new... Uh, director of football, so it'd be yeah, interesting well to see if what you, happens. If you met that. him, and you know, if you did go and you want to give us your views, give us a tweet or give us an email, and uh, we can talk about that in the next podcast episode. So, Paul, if you start with yeah. uh, our new keeper, Mr. Adam Legdins. Um, so we signed him from Legends. Derby, didn't we? Yeah, we signed him from Derby. Derby. He was part of the team that uh, failed in the playoff last season, yep. just the same as us. And, and Matt says that he seemed quite competent and wanting to command the areas. We thought he might. Thankfully, it's. I think that a nagging thing that Jamie Jones I felt didn't do, but obviously his his mistake uh, for their goal. Um, but you know it, it's good to get these mistakes out of the way in these friendly games rather than doing it in yeah totally in a main league game. Moving on to Sam Ling, I've never seen Sam Ling play actually, um, but I know he's a son of Martin. Yeah, uh, looked quite short and confident on the ball when receiving and passing, so which is good. Well done, Sam. And Matteo Baldry, very good, mopped up, tried to play out from the back, which is something that, that everyone would have seen Matteo do. Um, very commanding both in the air and on the ground, so good good to see that. I don't wish Baldry to get injured, but I did prefer it when Baldry was wearing his headband. His head, you know what I mean. A la Terry Butcher. Yeah, he looked double hard like that, and I think it made him play better. Yeah. <laughs> but, but well done, Baldry. Warrior. And moving on to Humphreys. So Jake I don't know Humphreys. much about Humphreys. Jake Humphreys. So if you know Jake. kind of a bit about his history, let us know. He's a scholar. He's a scholar. He's one of the scholars, yeah. So that's what it, That's what we were doing. So his review was not much to do with the other three defenders. Uh, seemingly being involved far much more. Very hard to make a judgment on 45. Fair which enough. leads us on to uh, one Mr. of your Gary, faves. Gary Sawyer. Yeah, congrats, Gary. You signed a, a one-year contract with us. That, that's good news. Um, look to get forward and linked up with Cox, which is good. That's what we want from our left back. Our, our, our left back. Yep. Beaten a couple of times with pace, but otherwise pretty solid, yep. which is good. Moving on to Agamang. Uh, didn't see anyone near enough of him to either judge or believe he would be a player you would want. So, Drew is out on him. I don't think his record was that great previously, to be honest no. with you. So, unless he was actually stunning, then I don't think he's... And then moving on so to what Mr. I presume is the man of the match, I would have thought. Yeah, bought. well, from two superb goals, from what I understand. Yeah, what, what we've heard. The opposition looked quality to play football, um, despite the opposition. Obviously, two very well-taken goals and, and looked to play football on it at every occasion. And Bartley, I, I I was quite impressed by Bartley last season. I thought was he done he? well. Yeah, I'm I a bit indifferent we... about Mark. I don't, I don't think I've seen enough of him. I to... don't think he was fit half the time, though, which was the problem. But <laughs> hopefully he can have a decent season yeah, uh, this year. Good and uh, he was quite strong and did, and did want the ball, but wasteful a couple of times when in possession. Dean Cox always wanting the ball, show frustration when things didn't go right. Um, in a friendly, must be obviously a positive that he wants to win, even though it is just a 
you know, a warm yeah. up. The thing um, about Coxie is you can never deny his passion or his desire to get that ball. Absolutely, he's a footballer first Credit and foremost. Yep. Yeah, a couple of very good crosses and shots as per Dean, Dean's usual game. Lisby, Super Kev. Typical clever Kevin running running channels, bringing others into the game with clever hold-up play. That yeah. sounds like a typical Lisby performance, really. Bringing others in and getting himself in the box. So well done, Super Kev. And Batman tried very hard. Still has pace to hurt, which yeah. is good to hear. Definitely, I, I love the Batman. I think Sean Bat's probably one of the faves of, amongst the Army crowd. I think we'll probably see a bit more of him now with Moses gone. He might take that yeah, wing spot. Possibly. It's definitely there for the taking. So yeah. hopefully... Uh, Back, be such a bad thing right on. Yeah. Um, Woods so this is the goalkeeper we signed, signed. Yeah, uh, absolutely. last from Donny. week from yeah. Donny didn't really have a great deal to do the goal wasn't his fault and what he did he did competently so not Good. bad not bad yeah. Elliot Omazuzi um, was excellent very solid when defending and looked quite dangerous when attacking which is great uh, Nicolau who I presume is a trialist again uh, no, or a um, scholar he's a scholar yeah, yeah. Uh, strong in headers but another who was very hard to judge of his performance in 45 minutes yeah absolutely now, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but I'm going to say Joe Cadge. Um, he's a trialist. Um, ditto as Nicola, really. The goal came off his leg at deflection, um, but was at least trying to get there. And however, it appeared a bit of poor defending between the above two for the. For, for, so, Nicola and Go Cadge for allowing uh, the chance. So, you know, at least get these mistakes out of the way and friendlies, as we said. And moving on to probably the two plays who've got the Orient fans, from what I can see on Twitter, excited the most yeah. um, out, of the, out of the kind of potential new signings. Um, so it's Ella Kobe, uh, described as a brick, and, uh, and Dartford seems to not want to go near him. Little to do, some good touches and some poor passes, but from what I hear of him, he's a good player. Wolves yeah. fans do rate him. Yeah, very highly. So let's see on that, and then moving on Mr. to... Mr Cashkit. Yeah. Um, very sure for one so young. Now, there's been a lot sort of written about how his promise and, and sort of, you know, touted yeah, as, a, as, a, as a possible... I heard someone use the word messy um, in, in, in one Probably one a thing, bit, probably know? a bit premature, but... Um... Yeah, but anyway, so he looked to get forward and create almost every opportunity. He looks like a good prospect, and, and by all accounts, his penalty was super. Got a penalty, yeah. Fair yeah. play, well done. Even, even Russ said in the interview, what a great penalty. Yeah, well done, young man. Moving on to Pritchard, another one of our signings. Bradley, yeah. Um, not too bad for his Rice. debut. Did the simple things with the ball and always seems to want to get involved. Especially from a defensive point of view. Which is so, good. So, so he's more of a, I think, from what I understand, being box to box and mopping up and allowing the rest of the team to, to, yeah. to surge forward and be attacking well. and he'll mop up. Done well. Moving on to uh, the French wizard. Yes, Mr. Romain Vincelo. Um, quite a game for Romain. Um, what he did do, he did fine. That's, so, a, great, that's a great six words to sum up Romain. <laughs> what he did do, he, he did, did fine. <laughs> you know, he always does that, so well done. Um, Lee? Again, looks quite assured. Made a couple of wrong choices, but good with the ball, and is definitely improving, which yeah. is a good sign. Could well be a very useful bench player this season as he gains experience and age. Yeah, fair point. Fair enough. Dagnall was quiet, but usual, full of usually full of running and trying to make things work. He's a hard worker, Dagnall. Very he hard. Quite get runs the... himself into the ground. I think the thing for me for Dagnall is if he scores early on this season, it could be a could be. It well could work there. really well for him. I think after the penalty miss that we'll obviously we'll come to, I think I want him to, to score at home against Chesterfield, where he starts, so he comes on the, off the bench. I think a goal would be a big thing for Daggers. Yeah. So well done, Daggers. Yeah. Uh, Mooney, good forty-five, looked very fit and constantly came deep to try and make things happen. So Paul, you gonna give it, give it, give it, Matt's roundup? Yeah. So all in all, a typical friendly, especially bearing in mind the heat. We looked good going forward, especially in the first half, and we seemed to contain their better players. Second half with all the changes complete. Complete team for us, complete team change, at least seven for them. Game pattern changed a great deal and was very sterile in the second period. So it's, but, it, you know, on the plus side, obviously good to get everyone 
a yeah. 45 minute spell under their belt or 43 yeah. as so, it was in the second half so well done O's good win That's good 3-2 win against went. Startford yeah, you know, absolutely. and played 1-1-1 so 100% record in pre-season <laughs> so come on you O's so moving on so as we mentioned in the last podcast we ended up winning on MK Dons last game of the season which meant great we finished day, in third yeah it was a great day great stadium to be fair not full at all kind of wasted at the moment for what that club are trying to do but great stadium, great day out for us. If they go up, they'll get a bigger crowd. I still don't think they'll fill it out. But no, no crowd. chance, unless they get a big cup draw. But, yeah. um, so we finished third, and the way it all transpired is we um, had to face Peterborough in the, yeah. in the semi. So when we well, when we kind of nicked third, I was a bit apprehensive about Peterborough because I thought they played all right. Yeah, you know, I thought they'd probably be quite dangerous, especially with the Sumberlonga up front. Yeah, who was probably the best striker in our league last season for sure. I think he scored 33 goals. So extraordinary, but that's what you want when you pay yeah, seven figures for a striker. Totally, out totally. So not, having not um, be, having been to MK Dons, we were lucky enough to actually get go to Peterborough. So yeah. we left on a on a Saturday morning because it was we a twelve did. fifteen kickoff, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, Sky. we had to leave really early. So I remember getting in there, um, getting in the gents, which was tiny. There's only room for about four of you to take a piss at the same time. <laughs> um, Amazing. I, that's one of your standout memories yeah. of the day. So, and I remember being really surprised that having been my first time at London Road, it was kind of smaller than what I imagined it to be. Yeah. I remember, the best I remember the stand opposite where we were was quite big and quite new. One stand was knocked down. Yeah, and then the stand building. to our right, where all their home fans stood, was, was tiny. Beyond the goal. Yeah. Um, and I remember getting in there and it was all about Orient, really. Their fans weren't making any noise. There was a great atmosphere in the Orient end. Everyone standing, singing, arms aloft. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was um, a great day. So obviously the match started. Yeah. And Paul, you're going to give us some some so, recaps on, on how it went. Yeah, absolutely. Went went through the um, the Orient play. I played the Orient play out earlier and watched watched the games again. Uh, Peter obviously more more uh, you know more enjoyable than the Wembley one. But there was an early chance for Lisby after two minutes. He smashed oh. the ball across yeah, goal from that. an angle. And yeah, just slid in, just missed it. I mean, if that had gone in, if that had gone in, we late. would have absolutely battered them. I reckon. Yeah. But, but good so, uh, good early. Uh, good early from us. Absolutely. And then on 15 minutes, Peter had a shot. Jones parried out wide to. Uh, to their right back, Mark Little, who smashed a shot across the goal, and you know, although he was offside, a Somba longer, the linesman should have flagged. Yeah, um, two it, things it, for it me there. Counted. Two things for me. One, Jones should have done better with the initial shot. Yeah, possibly. Um, second, it's fucking mile offside. So Lino saw it out, and and the Lino was yeah. actually in line with him. So completely offside. Everyone knew. It. I mean, we was in the ground. We were getting texts and, and emails, you know, saying he, he was the yard. But unfortunately, the goal stood. But to be fair, the O's heads didn't go down. I think that was the only. Buying the chance they yeah. had was a, yeah. you know, we dominated. There's a penalty shout on 17 minutes after a Cox free kick was whipped in, but they managed to scramble the ball away, and Vincelo was narrowly wide on 42 minutes. Um, Lundstrom then, um, unfortunately, passes too short um, on 49 minutes, so it allows them to run at us, and Jamie Jones saves quite comfortably from a Sumber Longer. I thought Lundstrom had been, um, was getting more influence towards the end of the season but I thought it would be better away he had a bit, bit lost poor game and Got I think that's why James, James ended up coming back which is good yeah yeah it was the right decision yep totally um, and then Tommy Rowe almost Got a second, drawed it wide on 54. Yeah, it was narrowly wide that. And I use the word narrowly because there really wasn't much in that. And then after that we started to get into the game more and Borgie brings the ball out of defence um, on 68 minutes. Unfortunately Lisby missed that. And then after that Lisby um, was taken off for Sean Bat who was to have an influential uh, Impact. Absolutely. It was a neat build-up play, some nice passing in the 71st minute. Cox's exquisite pass is headed down by Bat uh, to Mooney, who cuts onto his right foot and shoots. 
Um, Problem with Moody there is he had more than three seconds to think about it. But then to be fair, he did cut yeah, in because the defender effort. was there, sent the good defender effort. the wrong way and yeah. then sort of cut There's in. There's no pace on his shot though, but the keeper, keeper parried it. saved it, parried it straight into the pass of Mo, Mo. Um, path of Mo, and, and, and he literally, I think he part, more passed the yeah, ball. Yeah, great finish by Mo, shot. you know, for someone so young, Terrific. he could have easily kind of miskicked it or worked it over, but great finish. And then after that, there was only one team who were going to win that, you know, I mean, their crowd were really quiet. I was really surprised for a playoff. How quiet their they fans were. were you know, the only noise they made was when they scored. And even when they scored, they seemed to not really, you know. But I've got to end. say one thing though: watching that goal back and hearing Orient go mental, yeah. the hairs on the back of my neck yeah, were standing it was great. very tall. It was, it was one of those where and you knew Slade celebration yeah. as well when he was clenching his fist and going like this. Yeah. You know, obviously you can't see it on a podcast, but he was <laughs> running down the touchline with his fist yeah, clenching his arm. Brilliant. In the air. So we got um, we got back one or and almost nicked it, didn't we? Yeah, Cox's shot was just saved on 75 minutes and it was a great yeah, save by Lesnick, good to be save. fair. Good, good right keeper. down at the, at the, bottom, at the near yeah. corner. Yeah, and, and it was great. It was really well saved. And in the 81st minute, then Cox has a decent shot um, save, which has pushed him to Mooney's path, but his shot was saved and yeah. he was offside anyway, so it wouldn't have counted. Yeah. And so the match ended up finishing one all. So a good yeah. result for the O's. You know, I remember taking it back to Brisbane Road and feeling quietly confident. Yeah. I, was always, I was always kind of concerned about Somalonga. And I thought they, they had a good centre midfielder called Boswick, yeah. who I thought had a good first leg against us, and he, he had a great game against us in the league campaign. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my feelings were if we could keep them too quiet in a home leg, we'd beat them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but remember, get. Go Sorry, did Sky give their goalkeeper the man of the match? Probably. I think would, would did. I, no, they gave Mo man of the match, because I remember right, Mo okay. getting kind oh, yeah, of did, interviewed yeah. on the pitch as but we were kind of leaving, but it. it must have been a close run thing. So. Home leg, one all, all to play for. Absolutely, and then the, fir- the first effort for us came inside a minute following a long throw from uh, yeah. Scotty C. Scotty C. And uh, uh, there was a scramble in the box, but their keeper gets in to prevent a goal. But from yeah. the camera angle behind the goal, Mark Little slides in, and he actually, because the ball is behind Lesnik, Mark Little sort of adjusts his arm and sort of moves it towards Lesnik, who then sort of climbs over the yeah, ball and claims it. So there was actually a hand no, ball there, gonna but you're never going to get that. Yep. You're never going to get those. And then Lisby has an acrobatic effort saved four minutes later. Um, and then uh, Peterborough had an effort a minute after that, but the shot deflected wide, and then Mooney tried the spectacular... Typical Moon. ...shot Mooney. on ten minutes. Yep. Yeah, tried to do yep. what turned out to be a rebel. Um yep. But he saw the goalkeeper off yeah. his line, it's a fair play. Um, and then Lloydy on thir- uh, at a yeah, good 30 yard. Good, good effort by Lloyd. He's uh, obviously getting an eye for goal, isn't he? He is. He seems <laughs> to be carrying on from where he left off. Doesn't score, doesn't score tap-ins, just long range efforts. Or penalties. Like take a bow. Or penalties. Yeah. Uh, goalkeeper spilled a, shot, uh, spilled a save on 38 minutes and Mooney followed up, but the shot went really well wide. It yeah, sort of I remember that. Yeah. the opposite side of the corner. Um, Peterborough gets got some good build-up play just after half time, and Swanson was put through by Jose, but he misses badly. That's a waste of opportunity yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, Little had a shot on fifty-three. Scuffs the outside of Jamie Jars. Jamie Jones's yeah, far Jones post. Yeah, Jones was nowhere near that. I remember that. Yeah, we, we, so that where we lucky. see we saw that proper skin post. Southside, yeah. Southside yeah. Um, job there. Yeah. yeah, Mo's unlucky on the fifty-third minute. Some neat footwork on the edge of the box, but the goalkeeper yeah. saved it quite comfortably. Um, Lisby was walked down on the edge of the box in the 57th minute and then Cox's free kick yep so I remember I remember kind of you know watching that and you can see Cox looking at it so Cox at the free kick yep. into the wall 
Well, time. actually, it was the guy to the side of the wall. It was right. kind of sort of spooning out a little bit, and it caught the guy. I saw it right in the gut. Good. So and, him and, and the guy went the over. He goes down. He folded over. And in slow motion. Slow and then motion? the ball sort of careered up to their defender, who sort of headed it out, and then Cox just adjusts himself yeah. just beautifully, gets over the ball and spank. Dino one nil, and I tell you what, when Q Orient players going mental. absolutely mental, absolutely. Um, players go mental, and then at this Brilliant. point, Brisbane Road just yeah, goes rocking, electric. Rocky, no required. They were effort taking. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, Dino. Great finish, mate. Yeah. Uh, Mooney then picks Knight Percival's pocket on 71. He passes to Bat, who shoots at the goalkeeper. He should, should have, have done better there. Should have scored. So much time. Yeah, ex-posh so boy time. should have done yeah, better. Um, great it. chance wasted for us. Yep. Um, Josie was then judged to be offside on 84, but actually Nathan Clark was playing him onside. Um, but either way, the ref said it was offside, so, and, and he missed the chance, so it doesn't really matter. Who Academic, cares? Really. Who cares? Bat got in behind the right back. Um, oh, charged, charged to the right. Yeah. yeah, well done, Shawnee boy. Uh, charge to the byline, cuts it back to Dagner, who doesn't miss from six yards out. I know, it was just incredible. Cue Two the up. We all knew we were going to Wembley. Cue the jubilation. Cue going Brilliant. mental. Amazing. 2 nil up yeah. on, on 84. They weren't going to get three goals from Never. there. So well done. Good yeah, refereeing well done, decision Dagnall. as well. Because in the build-up to that, actually, Vince Lowe yeah. and Dagnall got failed. But the referee played yeah. on. So... Kudos to him for doing that, and then the consolation goal from for, for Peter came through Connor Washington. Maybe Jones could have done better Strapped with that. Kind of diving one way, yeah, ninety yeah. plus minute. And then to be it fair, was... they had a decent chance. I remember the last kick of the game almost had a corner, came to their centre back or someone headed it over the bar. Over the bar, and once yeah. that was done, that's right, it did. We knew, and then we all celebrated. Obviously, we yeah, were probably all there, invasion. but that pitch invasion that was brilliant. Standing on that pitch on that turf, you know, we were like around this kind of centre circle, and all the players came out. Superb. So well done. I was one of the. Nights to remember, I would say, at Brisbane Road. I'd have you to know, say. Definitely the best night I've had there. In I've never been on that pitch. I'll tell you what, that, that incredible, pitch is beautiful. Incredible. And, and you've seen what, if you've seen the pictures on the Orient website, how, how, it's, um, how it's all been sort of redone now. Yeah. It, it's going to be such a great pitch to be, to be playing on. It was um, brilliant. It was a brilliant night. And you know, it filled me with confidence going into the, um, into the final where we were going to play Rotherham, who... So off Preston, didn't yeah, they? So they off did, Preston, yeah. and you know, well, before the game, I, I couldn't really call it. I don't know what way it was going to go, but you know, we got our tickets for Wembley, didn't we? So yeah. they went on sale, so that was exciting. And I remember, you know, on that Sunday morning, getting on the train with yeah. all the O's fans and Metline when we changed to Liverpool Street. Brilliant yeah. atmosphere. We went, we went the guy with the drum. Yeah, I don't know who he was, who you were, but if you were on the Metropolitan songs. Line train, yeah, great song with a drum, great banter. Just a great atmosphere. Great train. And we great ended up in the White Hart. Was it the White Hart? Yeah, yeah. It was a designated pub to us. I think it was called the White Hart. Um, but it was just at the back of Wembley. Yeah. About 10, 10 12 minutes. Great atmosphere. Packed out with Orient. Packed out with Orient fans. Brilliant day in the sunshine. You know, a few, few beers, a few ciders. 2006 side were there. I didn't spot any, but some were there. Yeah. Pictures of everyone. Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. So I got into Wembley. We were about, what, we got to about 2 o'clock, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Kind of took it all in. You know, sort of plays train, saw them come out. Sang the national anthem, sung it with pride. Yep. You know, very moving moment for an Orient fan. I'd say that was, you know, singing the national anthem at Wembley Stadium. Yeah. You know, for a place in the championship. And, you know, the match started a bit tentative, you know, yeah. as you think it would be. There were no real surprises in the, in the lineup. The only kind of place up for grabs would be the Lundstrom stroke James and Slade yeah. went for James, which was probably the right, the right choice, I yeah. would say. Um, but no surprises. So. Paul, you want to go? Yeah. So we started off, as Steve said, quite attentively. But in the fifteenth minute, Jamie Jones somehow managed to fumble a shot, but prevented the corner, thankfully. Yep. 
Uh, Mooney had a brilliant snapshot effort on 28 minutes, um, but that was hitting to the side netting. Yeah. Um, and then Cox's free kick uh, was headed down by Baldry, I think, to Moses Odebajo, who takes a touch to control the ball and just smash that Great ball into finish, the back Mo. of the net. Great finish, 25,000 yeah. Orient fans going Hit absolutely it really well. mental. Hit it really well. Do you know what I think it was about that goal, though, that made us go more mental than we probably normally Gone. would have done? was just the tension relief. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because everything brilliant. was nervous on the pitch. I think that translated by the fans into the players and so on and so forth. Great finish by Mo. Oh, great moment. Absolutely. Great moment. For a twenty-year-old kid to be doing that, you can see why Brentford paid so much yeah. money for him. But we'll come to that. We'll come to Mo on the next uh, podcast. Um, and then Jamie Jones with a big kick up, um, headed down by Lisby. Uh, Mooney picked it up. Um, he tried to sort of lob it back over the defender's head, um, and and I think his aim was to shoot, but the defender got the better of him. Well, that's Moses, um, but headed it out to to Moses, smashed it across yeah. the six yard box, and uh, who was there? at the far post? Five foot Coxie. Yeah, not five tiny foot plus, Coxie. not tiny Cox. A great finish. Plus. Dino runs off unchallenged at the back post. Gets himself down on one beat. But tower, you know what? Yeah. I, I still couldn't feel comfortable with the two 0 lead. So we got to half time at two 0 and to be fair, I felt com- comfortable. I, 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 I kept saying, that. I kept saying, it's not over till it's over. Yeah, but I, I felt comfortable. If you see Cox's interview with the guy from Brighton yeah. on YouTube, yeah. he went in thinking, "Cool, yeah, you know what? We could, he says it. we could, we could, yeah. we could have done something here." So but, yeah, so you think you think the inevitable is going to be that we will see this out and absorb the pressure well, as we have done. Then I remember thinking, if we could get past sixty minutes at two 0 <laughs> we'd win it. Yeah. So for me, the first fifteen minutes were uh, in the second half were vital. And yeah. Rotherham came out, they really came at us. And we kept conceding city free kicks. Free kicks. We absolutely. conceded two, didn't we? We uh, conceded one at 49, and, yeah. and that was just over. And then Pringle again on 52 minutes. And we have a quality player like Pringle, who, to be fair, oh. I don't like the guy, he's a knob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Damning. you can't keep you can't keep giving him free kicks. It's no. like to think he could keep giving Coxie free kicks, you know. Yeah, uh, one of them's gonna one go of them, one point, of them's gonna yeah. be delivered at some point. And so fifty four minutes, so two minutes after the first one and five minutes after uh, yeah. uh, sorry, two minutes after the second and five minutes after the first, James Davernio puts a ball in. Jamie Jones flapped at this flapped. one, unfortunately. You've got to ask the question here if, if Eldon's in goal, Will does Eldon just it? take it? You've got to ask the question. Probably Eldon would have just taken it. Yeah. I you think know. he probably would have done, but he wasn't there, so he missed it, and Red Bull pokes it home of all people. 2-1. 2-1. So they, they, they've got a bit of momentum now. Yeah. And then 58 minutes gone, Moses is dispossessed, deep in, our, deep in the Rotherham half, actually, and the ball is played long. He's headed down into Revel's path. I'm not sure who by, but he controls it on his thigh and just smashes an absolute screamer over Jamie Jones. Yes. You've seen him on the edge of his six-yard box, and I think he's just thought, sod it, I'm going to punt this, and it just fell perfectly for him. And he was a full 30 yards out yeah. there. I mean, sometimes you've Painful got to, to watch that, though. Sometimes you've just got to say, take a ball some. Tick a boo some. Take a ball. You know, in Andy Gray's I've seen I've seen people talk about James's positioning for that, but I just think you just need to say to the guy, good goal, mate. Well done. <laughs> good goal. Yeah. You know, if, you know, a keeper could be in a better place and still be beaten by that. But, you know, at two all, you think they're taking initiative, but I thought we kind of went on to dominate the game. We did, yeah. There were various other chances, and obviously it went into extra time, um, and then the penalties were taken. A, a guard So they had the first penalty, didn't they? we kicked yeah. at our end. So we, they kicked down our end, which is always a bonus, so yeah, yeah. that took the first penalty. A guard scored that, then... James scored. Yeah. As I knew he would, to be fair. Yeah, and Frecklington saved uh, well by Jamie Jones. Yeah, to be fair, man. you know, when Jones makes a mistake, we'll tell it like it is. When Jones makes a great he save, we'll tell it like then. it is. Great save, Jamie Jones. He did, he did really well there. And do you know what? It was at that point that he saved it that I actually thought uh... that this was going to be our day. <laughs> no, you peaked already, my yeah. friend. 
Yeah, story of my life. But Lundstrom then scored. And to be fair, Lundstrom, young man, big, big responsibility. Yeah, big ball. Big bollocks. Good penalty. Got big balls. Yeah, big balls. Well done. Well done, pal. And then Pringle scores for them. Your favourite player, Pringle, and then uh, Clarkie. So with four penalties left, we were three to up, which meant basically if we scored our last two penalties, we'd be in the championship. It was us. So Tavernier then scores. scores and in Baldry steps up. up. Their keeper saves it. You yeah. know, in my view, it's well placed. It was just not enough power on it. In my view, in a penalty shootout, if you hit the target and the keeper saves it, well done, keeper. Yeah. You know, if you smack it over, have a go at the player. Smack it wide, have a go at the player. Hit the target. Yeah, got fifty-fifty chance of scoring. Yeah. So absolutely, you just guess right that way. You know, I won't slag off Baldry for that. Or no. when he missed the penalty. No, because he had the balls of, to stand up and take it. Fifty thousand. So, yeah. You know, people. Fair play and fair play to Baldry. Fair play to Baldry. He went to the, that pub after the White Hart. He did. Yeah, I'm sure it's not called the White Hart. I'm sure we're getting this pub named wrong. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, we digress. We're not going back there. But he went to that pub after, didn't he? He did, and he went back and apologised. So, mate, Baldry, big pat on the back, mate. Kudos to you, fella. Um, And then, so that that meant it was 4 all, and we effectively had a sudden death on penalties. No, it was 3 all. 3 all. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. And effectively, sudden death on penalties. So, Smallwood scored, which meant that Daggers had to score to kind of keep us in it. Yeah, because it was 4-3 then and um, to them and unfortunately Daggers saved unlucky it. Unlucky, mate. Unlucky, mate. You hit the target, hit the target and that's but... all I could ask of you. Yeah. So, you know, the Wembley ended in defeat. Um, I just remember being speechless. I think we all kind of stood there. Just sat there for a bit, didn't we? Just absolutely couldn't, up and go. couldn't, couldn't do it. You know, loads of people left. We just kind of just all stood there and there's been a lot of fuss made about people just getting up and leaving, not clapping the fans yeah. off. But at the end of the day, people were really upset, and it wasn't a disrespect to the fa- uh, to the players. I'm sure it wasn't. I mean, you know, you got to take it into perspective. Rotherham has spent a shitload of money. Um, Their budget. brand new stadium. They've got a fat manager. Oh, that fat coach bus driver looking to where I ate. When I say fat, not PH, I mean FAT. Yeah. Fat bastard who's probably eating all their uh, transfer allowance as we speak. <laughs> um, you know, and. And they beat us on penalties. It could have gone our way. It ended up going their, their way. And, you know, what, what a campaign it was. As we've said, we're you know, very proud of the boys. A great effort. A great experience. Some real highlights over the season. Yeah. And, you know, it can't have done anyone any harm out of this. You know, no, 25,000 fans at Wembley. At Wembley, yeah. Shame we can't get them well, feeling out. If they, if, they get another, if they get 10% of those people as new fans, that's 2,500 fans. On top that, of That yeah. means you almost fill Brisbane Road. So... Unlucky O's, you know, as always next time. We did well, you know, absolutely, and we're looking stronger this season, I think. We're looking well, stronger so. this season. So that kind of concludes our season roundup. If you agree with what we say, give us an email, or if you disagree, give us an email, orientoutlook at outlook.com. Yeah, or, or tweet give, us. Yep. At Orient Outlook and tell others about it. If they haven't heard about it, just, yeah. just mention it to people and, and just get as many people asking us questions as, as, as you like. We, we, you know, as you've probably seen on Twitter, we're very proactive on that. We like to get definitely, in touch and definitely. reach out to everyone. So, so let us know your views and uh, yeah, tell us what, what you tell think of the season. Think. So Paul's going to finish this podcast as, um, as we always do by the late Orient fact or question of the, of the day or of the week. Absolutely. So Paul, question this week. Late Laurie fans, drumroll, thank you. What is the nationality of former player John Chidozi? I want to know the nationality of the former Late Orient player John Chidozi. Now, I'll make it a bit easier for you. I'll give you a choice of four. I wouldn't even give him a choice of four. Do you not think? No. You just make it harder. But no, then that way they might just Google it. It's fine. All right, fine. It's We're fine. not going to do that. So, Steve, uh, Steve, email Steve us said at, no. So. Email us at orientoutlook at outlook.com. And put in the title Orient Quiz Answer. So... 
So that concludes our, our podcast for, yeah. for this week. So thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. And uh, hello to all the new listeners. And, you know, speaking to we you might not have won the, um, the playoff final, but we have a new owner who we will be speaking about in our next episode. And don't fuck with him. He's Italian. <laughs>